Hi, this is Sarah Madani, and you're listening to the Dukan Show. Welcome to your tribe. Woo! You're checking out a whole new generation of young people today who belong nowhere. But I prefer to be an outcast. Third culture kids, where the concept of the Dukan is the, the corner shop or the top Hi, shop. We are live outside. Hey, yo, what's up, people? What up, nation? It's a revolution of expression. You're tuned into the Dukan Show. Stay tuned in. Arab digital generation is shaping our identity, their creative expression, and their future. So please give a very warm welcome to Welcome to your tribe. So, when I connect with Sarah, I think it's the funniest way to ever meet or connect with yeah, someone. Yeah, how did you guys meet? So, let me tell you. Remember uh, the Charge Entrepreneurship Festival? That, okay, that's we're where supp- I saw you. So, we're supposed to do a panel together. And... <laughs> I got no confirmation. I see I nothing. And then now. suddenly I get tagged on a post on Instagram about this panel we're doing. And I'm like, what was this about? I thought I'm doing a different talk. And I was preparing my presentation and it was a whole thing. And I try to reach out to the team at Seth and nothing. Like nobody's confirming anything. Nobody's telling and me and anything. And he texted me. He's like, I was just really confused. He's about like, I, I'm, I'm on that thing. I was like, yeah. He's like, but, but I didn't yeah. confirm. Like, what is going on? I was on? like, well, that's not the funniest part. Yeah. So I show up there. Okay. My. I, they they tagged me in a banner and it was like all the speakers' pictures and he was one of them. So I go there. I'm sitting down with the with the crowd and I ask the the moderator, who, no, the people who work there. I was like, what time should I go on stage? They're like, we'll call you five minutes before you go. And I was like, sure, I'm ready. Not a problem. So I'm sitting down and then I see just behind behind the stage a bunch of women who are angry calling me, come here, come here, come in. And it's like 15 minutes to go. I was like, what's <laughs> wrong? So I walk in. They're like. Aren't you worried? I was like, why? They're like, you're the moderator. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, why do you mean I'm the moderator? No. no. They're like, you are. I was like, damn it, you guys didn't tell me. Yo. They're like, we thought you'd know. I was like, how would you know? Tagging if- me on a poster would let me know. It was so last But minute. I killed it. You did, because yeah. I was I, in the crowd. I sat there. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> You got yeah, this. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, I mean, no. and I remember I hit up Semya, like, the day before. Yeah. So that's how we connected. Semya linked us up. Yeah. I was like, hey, Semya, listen. Okay. So I remember, you, you know, your friends with Sara, that this is what's happening. Can you just double check about this? I just need some kind of confirmation. And she's like, I spoke to her, and she has no idea what's going on. But she said to call her. Here's <laughs> her number. <laughs> Deal with it yourself. And I tried to reach out. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And then I showed up, and apparently I was giving a talk. I'm like, thank God I got my laptop. Yeah. So <laughs> you did. You did. I gave a talk. What time? Uh, I don't like remember what time. It was. Actually, no. You oh, were. I can't relate. You were on stage at like five. Shortly after he was. Yeah. You yeah. Were okay. On, so because I, so, like like I went 30. and I saw your talk and you were yeah. whatever and I went I, I went to see you were you only moderating or were you on stage twice? No, I was moderating. And that was yeah, it. That okay, was so it. that was the talk I saw. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was it. And then later on, I found out that I know uh, one of my old childhood friends, Ish Noor. Is very close friends with Sarah as well. Okay. And it so just you happens have, to be. So you, you have a few mutual friends, yeah, I guess. It just somehow worked itself out. It always <laughs> Dubai is small, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. And Sharjah, even smaller. Oh, like, oh, I wow. find all you guys are Sharjah so. Kids. Yeah. We just figured it out right now in, in two minutes. La, while as we're soon as in you reception. said you were. Sh- like, I was like, for sure you know like 100 people. No, yeah. we were sitting down and he, just now downstairs, he's like, I'm a Sharjah kid. I was like, ask me for anything. It's yours. Whatever you want. Whatever you want, it's yours. It's yours. I love it. That, that's the hack. So, you know, Sharjah, we, no, we got each other's it. back. I love it. I think BJ said it best is like there's six degrees of separation. Yeah. But if you live in the UAE, it's three. And if you're smart, you hide behind the second. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you don't want to be the first. Yeah, it's you don't want to be that guy. You know? It's true. And wow. I think it's just genius about living here. So I really like it. So, for those that don't know, what do you do? 
Wow. Because you do who, a lot of who things. Is Sarah? I thought I was busy. Who is Sarah? <laughs> I thought I was busy till I met you. Okay, so first of all, I'm a fashion designer. I've been doing it for 16 years. And I'm a restaurant owner with an amazing partner. I have a tech company in Pasadena and Los Angeles. Wonderful. And I'm opening a plastic surgery clinic in Los Angeles in April. Mm. Um, what else do I do? I'm a public speaker. I'm the youngest board member in the Chamber of Commerce and the government of Sharjah. Youngest board member in the Ministry of Economy of Dubai in the SME Council. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I'm a single mom. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, and Non-stop. this is this is the thing. You break all the stereotypes of the I know, average right? Emirati Don't woman. you want to take up snowboarding too? <laughs> um, I did that. Okay. I, I'm, I'm a specialist. Yeah. And, and you Two went medals. to jail? Yeah. And you went Two to jail? Medals. Yeah, so yeah. Did you guys... You I have oh, no idea. I have no idea. You researched me, right? That I, like, I did, but I didn't know you went to jail. I didn't no. go to jail. I got blocked. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> See? I kind of yeah. got excited about that story. I was so excited yeah. about it. I was like, oh, please. Okay, this guys, is yeah, I did go to jail. This is an exciting yeah. moment. I did. I was um, smuggling Eminence. No, I'm just oh. kidding. What the <laughs> hell? I wasn't in jail. Oh, never. <laughs> but why? Okay, so why Why a plastic? This is, this is a question I always wonder because I look around here and I'm like, the, the people who open plastic surgery places in this town make a killing because you yeah. have recurring customers. Because well, Why would you open in L.A. and not in Dubai? Well, because um, I think the, it's done more professionally there. Okay. In the Middle East, I've realized, not in Dubai, like in the Middle East, I've realized that plastic, surger, plastic surgeons and clinics are like businesses. Mm. You'd go there, you'd say, I want this, this and that, and they'll do it for you, even if it looks bad on you. Yes, yes, now, it's true. Now in America, they don't do that. You're I not see. allowed to do it as a business. Otherwise, you'll be shut down and your license will be pulled out immediately. Mm-hmm. So every business I do, even my restaurant, I have no background in F&B. I have no background in technology and tech. I have no background in, in any of the things I do. But whenever I see an industry that has a lot of things done unethically, I want to take that and tackle it. Okay. Mm. So the clinic there is very ethical, very down to earth. It's, it's more about enhancing who you are than looking like some, than trying to look like somebody else. Yes. Which a lot of women try to do. Uh, the, yeah. the, this is something we, we like, we, we do talk, talk about, about amongst our friends yeah. is you know, as a woman who is aging, like I'm in my 30, I'm 34. I've, I've been telling everyone I'm 35. It turns out I'm 34 this year. <laughs> I, think, I think your, your visa applications were put Yeah, my visa application. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I've been telling everybody I'm 35. But the, it's, it's something you contemplate. Like you sit down and you think, okay, uh, is this some, like there, there is no world right now that accommodates for the aging woman. That's exactly. not, you're either young or you are in this gray space, or you're old and fabulous. Yeah. Do you get okay. what I mean? There's this gray space. I know. Of I middle where it age. feels That's awkward. True. You know, and I think plastic surgery speaks to that. It, it's it, it it speaks to that gray space that we feel. Yeah, I mean, you you live once, and if you can look better, why, why not? not? Yeah. But well. don't walk into a clinic with a picture of like Kim Kardashian and say, "I want to look like her." <laughs> yeah. You know but what also, I mean? But, but that's, that's what women do. And I think what we were talking that's what about the other day. From too, yeah. But, but, but that's why they, they, they all look the same. They all look like they yeah. came out of a mold. They're all the same. Yeah, look they now. look the same. It's like, where is your own beauty? Where is your own? It's like those features? two girls we saw yesterday walking together. Ordering the same, the same drink, the same shisha, the same everything. Guaranteed, Akka, we had something to say about it. Like yeah. these two girls, they obviously went to the same plastic surgeon. Yeah. They literally, <laughs> wore, they went, they did everything in unison. And yeah. Akka, we had like he he ripped that, like ripped. He had that. a lot to say. By the way, if you see, if you are at a club in Dubai and you see any one of the combination of us, 
we're talking smack about you yeah. from the VIP. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. In case you were wondering. In case you were wondering what, you were, what we were talking. We try to get the closest table to the door, so we start the so smack from the moment then. From the moment we walk in. We don't want, do want to miss a moment of it. The oh whole journey. God. We yeah. recap the whole journey. Yeah. yeah. And we, <laughs> we're guys, how can I sign up to this? Yeah, you can oh, you join us. It, You're it. on the can now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, that's what I do. I always sit. I love sitting in places and watching people. Yeah, I love it. When you have one of us, their life stories. Ah, yeah. When you have one of us with you, we're talking like we point and real. laugh. And yeah. we, we're really bad. We should be better. No, but people. you know what? Uh, not in a bad way. Oh, really? no, no, bad. It's, You're it's, nice. It's, it's negative constructive feedback. Exactly. Let's put it this way: we're good people who like to make fun of people. Exactly. In a good way. And we people watch in a good. We don't hurt anybody. No, no we just I share don't. love. It's constructive. Exactly. But, but yeah. what's interesting about all of it, yeah, he's like, I am constructive. <laughs> constructive means you've given her the criticism. If it stays with you, you're just making fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's still constructive. Okay, fine. As you wish. I'm coming. Oh God! No, but I think he I was think spiritually t- telling her deeply he within his he was soul. sending messages. He was like yeah. hoping she'd receive it because it's negative, so you can't say it out loud. But it's still constructive. Like you said it out loud. That's for sure. They I was didn't there. Hear us. They didn't hear us. <laughs> okay, you both have a. Anyway, anyway, no, but I, I do want to say like I love that you're tr- you're tackling it from a perspective that I believe the reason the reasonable woman should, which mm. is. Fine. It, it should enhance your beauty. We can't just trash plastic surgery altogether because the, you know we're seeing people come out of a mold that necessarily doesn't yeah. necessarily fit yeah. m- what I think is beautiful. But to have somebody say, "Okay, fine, enhance what makes you you,", you I think that yeah. there's a lot to be said. For but that. but don't you think it all starts from the source? If if I'm going to a shop and and the person there who works there guides me, I listen. Yeah. If I'm going to a clinic and the doctor speaks to me, I listen. If I go to a plastic surgeon and he guides me, I will listen. Yeah. Because I, I trust the, the person expert. on the other side, the expert. But there is no guidance. And I've seen, and I swear to God, I kid you not, I was once in a clinic waiting for an appointment um, to get Botox. I get Botox. Now everybody knows. So, which is fine. I don't care. Uh, I need that forehead to be iron flat. Yeah. So <laughs> I started to like go this week and I was right. like, mm, baby, I'd like it to be iron flat. No, but the thing is, I was waiting in turn and I'm, I'm 32 mm-hmm. and I started when I was 20, 28. There was a 15 year old getting lip injections. So Fillers. tell me, 15. so tell me where the ethics is, is in, in that space. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, how do we tackle the ethics of the space when Kylie mm-hmm. Jenner, who's like 20, oh, you know what is? I mean? Like she's. I thought she's she was way older. Okay. She looks older. Right? She yeah. looks older. But what I'm trying to say is, like, I understand why a 15 year old's sitting there because it's being yeah, fed to her. You well, know, sadly, you know, the Kardashians know that they're the strongest power in the world, mm-hmm. and they're abusing it. Of course. Because uh, I once was giving a talk in a school, and uh, usually when I give a talk to students, I ask them, "What do you guys want to do in the future? What do you want to be?" 40% said, "I want to be like Kim Kardashian," mm. which is so sad. If this is your your vision of the future <laughs> of what you want to yeah. be. It's, it's very concerning. sad. It's, it's, it's concerning. concerning. Yeah, definitely. It's very annoying how she got there too. Yeah, but but I'll tell you <laughs> what happened. Back to the fifteen-year-old in the clinic. Yes, please. So I walked to her mom, and I no, I walked to to the to the lady who works at the reception. I was like, "How old is she?" She's like, "She's 15. I was like, "Are you giving a fifteen-year-old lip fillers? That's illegal." She's like, "Her mom signed the consent. Her mother what? signed the consent." It's like, where is the mom? I want to slap her. It's like, what the hell? And the mother was just sitting there listening to me. She's like, she's my daughter. It's up to me. I was like, like, sorry. I was like, I'm so sorry. And I looked at the daughter. I'm like, I'm so sorry for you. Your innocence is is gone. Wow. Remember, you you were talking about this when it came to, when we were addressing the problem, which was that girls that young going for it and then questioning 
because the mother and, and a lot of the cases from what I understood is that when mothers go do it is because they're unhappy with the way they look especially yeah. when they're young moms um, at certain points and then they have kids what if the kids end up looking like you because oh, they're gonna look like that. their old you remember yeah, that like what if your daughter if obviously you what if you get plastic surgery and you look completely different from the person you were yeah and your daughter um, looks like old you do you tell her she's not pretty enough do you ha- uh, how do we tackle this kind because of because now this woman taking her daughter at 15 to get lip fillers technically is telling her that it's it's saying that in this but you know what to be honest with you long before the dawn of botox and and mm. fillers da- daughters and moms have had this kind of conversation with each other like some moms telling their daughters that they're never pretty enough that they're not going to be good enough it's true that's mm. just a part of how we like and i think the modern mom says you have to embrace yourself whatever you are if you wish to get fillers okay but when you're old enough if you you know like we have to kind of define our own beauty and our own success and i think the best way to do it is through like leadership through yeah. like yeah it's true because if the kardashians oh, and i don't want to trash them there are some positives about the a, a band of women that stand as the most powerful yeah. force yeah in the and world family <laughs> and the family yeah. you know there's a there is a positivity somewhere there but I think that because it's so it, it it gets blown out of proportion because the media is out of proportion. Yeah. Like that's that's kind of where where I what I what no, we, but, we didn't but, grow but up that, with social media. That's the media. Yeah. But, but they also like even on their own social media. Yeah. What they do it what themselves. Yeah. You know what yeah. I what I mean? We can't blame the media. We you, you blame the source. Yes. But uh, no, I mean, I'm so glad I grew up in an era where we had zero technology <laughs> and then we saw technology. Now I appreciate life and I appreciate people and connections and all that. And I appreciate beauty and the truth and all that. And I feel sorry for my son sometimes because he's growing up in an era where he is disconnected. How old is your son? Two and a half. So he's, yeah, so yeah. he's got the whole world to go. Exactly. You know what I mean? And exactly. And that well, I think it's wonderful. I think that do you, do you think he's about hope. that about like how do you tackle it with him? Yeah, like, because I want to I want to teach him whatever I was taught, but it's hard with all this technology around and all this uh, revolution, revolutionary movement that the world's going through. It's crazy. It's, and I just sit there, I worry sometimes. I go like, how can I make him grow to be like me? Yeah, the way I grew, a bit of old school, a bit of that. I mm. can't. What am I going to do? Even the cartoons I was trying to show him on YouTube, he doesn't like it. He likes the 3D stuff that has no emotions. (laughs) I was like, I don't know how to do that. I mean, I think our generation is gone and you can't get it back. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Because we straddled analog and digital. We're the last generation. We are the last generation to do that. Even now, even if you don't expose him to it, he's going to get exposed to it. Exactly. Anywhere, nursery. Like you tackle it with your niece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. I got a mobile when I was 19. Oh, yeah. I don't remember when I got... And I, yeah, and I, I was, was already telling, a teenager, like no, long past And it. I was telling that my dad, I was like, Dad, when should I give my son a mobile? He's like, when he's old. I was like, Dad, you go to kindergarten, they yeah. have phones. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to tell him? Yo, yeah. you're, you're, you're cooler than them? I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard. You it can. is hard. You That's can. very tough to tackle. And how is, wait, how is single momness in the Middle East? I, I know a lot of people will, will quite wonder it's, about that. It's a taboo. Yeah. It, it is a taboo. It's something people don't speak about a lot. But I, I speak about it because yeah. some things didn't work out and people moved on. What's wrong with that? Why can't we speak yeah. about that? You Absolutely. Know what I mean? But I think it's the culture and all that. And I respect that. But I think, and I've met a lot of single moms who are suffering in silence. Yeah. Because they can't speak about anything. And they mm. can't talk about what they're going through and all that. But I think 
they should. And every time I go to give a speech publicly wherever I am, I say I'm a single mom because I want to show them that it's okay. Yeah. You, you, this things happen. You know, things happen. Yeah. It's fine. It didn't fit. You took it off. It's fine. So, I think that we should just um, build awareness about it and yeah. tell people that it's fine to be a single mom. And it's, it's actually, it's amazing to be a single mom because it's a lot of hard work. And I appreciate every single mom. I respect every single mom. Yeah. So they need to hear it every now and then. You know what I mean? Well, they don't hear it enough. I mean, I was raised at some point. My mom, my parents got divorced, and my mom was a single mom. And yeah. that I saw, I remember the definitive shift between okay, it's mom now. Yeah. And it's just it's just us and mom, and that's yeah. just the way it's gonna be. And she came into herself like in that time. Yeah. Like I don't think she recognized who she was when the marriage was very bad with between her and my dad. But I know that my friends who are single moms here rarely ever say it. Yeah. They just don't say it. You know, no. if they'll go on, like they'll go on if they'll see if they'll be seeing someone, their kid will be the thing yeah. like so hidden. The divorce will be so hidden. No, but I think. Um it's it's also cultural because in the states I, I I spend half of my time in Los Angeles so when I go there I see single parents uh, divorced parents yeah. friends yeah they're cool they they are remarried they're all cool with each other and they're they're doing it for the sake of their children yeah yeah and it's not like hey you know it's not working I hate you let's end no. this relationship <laughs> and after the divorce hey let's be friends I love you again yeah. Yeah. it's not like that if you yeah. do it for the kids but I realized here they don't do that no and single moms are not accepted sometimes in the society mm-hmm. uh, in, in terms of like jobs and, and other moms even, really? even to get remarried yeah. men, men don't want women who have children Sadly, yeah. in, it's in, a thing. It's a thing, and and that's why women hide it. Yeah, and they think that they'll get accepted and loved, and then ta-da, I have a child. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Oh, by the way, yeah. oh, by the yeah. way, yeah. I know we've Drop been that bomb later. Yeah, yeah. I know we've been going out for six months, but I have three kids. <laughs> in case you're wondering, you know. In case you want one, yeah. they're lovely, and then as soon as they want to turn, like, go tell them you love them. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kids get attacked. Like, oh my god, like, <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah. It's like, yo, Mikey, go tell him, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think and try to trap him there. I, I wish it, I wish the taboo wasn't so heavy here because there are some of the most like they're powerful. The single moms that like there's a yeah. there's a wave of them that run this town and they're so dope. But yeah. I think that you're, it's like you said, they, there isn't a space for them to communicate. Well, I think in public. yeah, and I, I think I'm I'm happy that you talk about it, and it's important that someone of your status to talk about it because you're not. A stay-at-home single mom, either. Hardly. Yeah, no, no way, no way. <laughs> uh, you're probably one of the busiest women in town that I know of. Yeah, and yeah but the thing is, you, you, you want to know what's funny? Yeah. A lot of people told me when I was, like, pregnant and um, after giving birth and going through the divorce, a lot of people told me, oh, my God, now mm-hmm. your son is going to take over your life. You're not going to even work anymore. You're going to be at home. You're the minute I popped the kid, I started two other businesses. Yeah. <laughs> because your children, your children make more. you want to grow Do bigger because yeah. you, you're building an empire for them. Yeah. yeah. They are, I swear to God, my son inspires me to do the craziest things. I don't know what these women talk about. It's an excuse. Yeah. It's, mm. they, they have some internal issues and they, 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 they throw it, they hang it. Their kids are like their coat hanger. They hang it on the kids yeah. and say, I need to stay home because... That, that, that's not true. No, no I Your agree. kids inspire you big time. Yeah, and big it's important time. for you to keep talking about it and leveraging your spaces, leveraging your businesses, the stages you speak at, all these talks true. that you're a part of to address this because it's such an important message that people got to hear. And then when they see somebody like you that's doing it and is doing so well at it, then I feel like that's an important learning curve for them to get to be part of. Because, um, like, I think 
I briefly spoke about this before. So my mom helps um, girls in juvenile. In yeah, Jean, wow. Right? And very young girls. And a lot of them come from these backgrounds and these kind of homes where it was a single mom that ended up didn't want her kids. Or, you wow. know, a, the dad that didn't know what to do. And he's like, here, figure this yeah. out. Yeah. Oh. And they, they come from bad backgrounds and a lot of trauma in their lives at ages of like 10 sometimes. And that's what needs to be combated. Yeah. You, know, you got to stand as a voice and as a force against that and show that how you could do all of it. Yeah, I mean, think about it. If if you are a single mom who's struggling, doesn't have a job, okay? And you know right now you won't be accepted anywhere and that this is a taboo and you can't be speaking about anything. She's going to give her kid away. Yeah. Hmm? You know, what are the odds? They're going to Well, scare she her. feels yeah. like their life is better off without off her. Off without her. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because it's true. she's been so vilified yeah. and she's absorbed that vilification that she feels like, you know what? I'm crap. They're better off without me. Oh, yeah. And that for me is, you know, once you absorb that and you become that, that's years of trauma you have to undo. Oh, yeah. And it spills through generations and it's a whole thing, yeah. you know? It's so, a whole yeah, thing. Honestly, shout out to you for like more power it. to you. I Thank think it's you. amazing. Thank I think you. it's amazing. Yeah, I think all we need is honestly is the minute we stop judging is the minute we start loving. I think that mm. we just and the thing is when you judge people, um, it is a burden on you because yeah. it's a heavy weight on your shoulder. Yeah, you walk around like a, a judging machine, weighted, very weighted, heavy, exactly, very yeah. heavy, very negative, very your aura is very very low. You're you're a negative person to be around. So I think that. If people just love each other more and just like, you know, you don't need to know someone to love them, by the way. Yeah, you know, that's you don't. true. I, yeah. I've, I've fallen in love with so many people on my social media that I speak <laughs> to. But I, I never, I've never met. Well, yeah. that's part of our practice yeah. is to say, I love you genuinely. Yeah. Like to say it, not, not, yeah. not to put such a heavy weight on the, a word that needs to be said more and more and more in our world. Yeah. To allow it to kind of be free in our spaces. So we actually, like, I, we fall in love with people every day. It's be, true. Because we have the luxury of meeting the most wonderful people. That's part of our it's job. Insane. Yeah, some people are also scared of the word. That's why they won't say it. Yeah, but the word think there's a lot of an effort behind it for them to say it or to. They That's th- true. They think that the word because when you say love, they link it to relationship immediately. So yeah. they think, oh, commitment. Oh, I need to know them. Ah, I need to to understand them. What if they're yeah. bad? No, La, not just love. No. In love, you want me to say in love? In love, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it, it can be just a, f- a temporary feeling that you a bond. It's yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. love. Hmm? I don't. But, but uh, and you grow through it. Definitely. You do. Like, Definitely. I think for us, a big part of when, when we started the show is that we, it was never intended to be a money machine. It was always about the community and the culture and the people around it. And then you feel it when you talk to people. Like yeah. when we go out and, you know, people come and talk to you and they're excited about your show and they like what we do and they listen to it and they engage with us. And sometimes they tell you they get angry in the car because they're listening to it and they want to reply, but then they realize yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. it's a recording. Um, you, you feel that love with them and then the more love you share and the more t- times you tell people that you love them there's there's a certain sense of growth and development that comes with it across the board not just for yeah, you yeah it's true and that's something I think we celebrate all the time or at least we try to as yeah. much as possible no and I, I remember like I even even the less fortunate people don't expect it like for example 
I'll give you a rare random example. Like for example, in the, in, in the morning when I go to work, when I go to the restaurant, for example, and I meet all the staff, and I go to the kitchen, I go, like, I love you guys. They all like, they all get worried. They're like, mm-hmm. uh, what do we do? Oh, but <laughs> is she for real? Yeah. What does she want, you know? But no, I, I genuinely yeah. mean it. And after a while, when they understood that this is just me being genuinely honest and appreciating all the hard work they put into the company with us, they, they love it and they wait for it. You know, it's like, mm. hey, ma'am, you didn't tell me you love me. I was yeah. like, oh, I love you. <laughs> you know, and they, they just started writing love messages on the food for me. And it's just, yeah. it just tells you a lot about people. They just, everyone needs love. I, I agree. True. That's what's missing in I the agree. world. I, I tell my laundry guy and I would love it. I love him every <laughs> Do time. You? I love yeah, well, uh, <laughs> Did you you I love you too. Weird? <laughs> <laughs> First time I was always like, I love you too. <laughs> and you're like, yes. Yeah, I, I don't know how, I, I mean, girls tell each other they love each other. Does Do guys tell each other or do they feel weird? <laughs> we're, I think we're a bit more open. Yeah, uh, I, these guys these are very open. Yeah. Um, and I think, to be honest, it, it was part of the journey for me with, with the yeah. show. Before the show, I wasn't as vocal about it. Like when my brother says it, I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> Instantly, I feel like he wants something. You know, he won't, he's, he won't just say it out of the blue. Yeah. But I think the, with, with the, the can journey over the past few couple of years was that it allowed me to express myself a lot better and because we do this it's conversational so with time you find yourself opening up a lot more and i've been very comfortable it's therapeutic in a way oh very um, therapeutic. Yeah. and yeah. now yeah i'm very vocal about these things I say that's amazing wow yeah, it was a great journey yeah, yeah. no being so, exposed to different people different cultures especially doing something like this like what you guys are doing it's mm-hmm. an amazing access to everyone's life yeah. Because you don't get that. You can't walk on the street talk to everyone yeah. randomly. You know exactly. What I mean? <laughs> exactly. But you guys have the luxury to do that. Oh. We, d- we, d- we get the luxury it. of people yeah. just being able to sit here and tell us what makes them remarkable. Exactly. That's kind of what I've always seen is like, you know, and you get to see them in a light that is just them. Yes, and I really true. always, always, always appreciate it. Yeah, and even when you guys are walking, I realize when people come and say hi to you and open up to you, it's different than like if yeah. you would see anyone. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. But by the way, and I always tell people this, and it, I, this is also a taboo, I guess, as well, which is if you are, a lot of people are willing, but they don't know how. Yes. So seek help. That's it. I have a life coach. Yeah. You know, and, and there's no shame in that. I have a life coach that taught me how to basically remove all the, all the, uh, Internal Mm -hmm. barriers? uh, uh, Not barriers, I'll call them boxes, she Mm -hmm. calls them. Mm -hmm. Remove all the boxes from your way so you can walk freely. And it's true. It's just simple steps that they teach you and then you by yourself fix yourself. Okay. It, it's, not they, it's not that they fix you. Yeah. You don't need fixing. You are the one who's in charge of everything. You fix that. So if you feel like you have... Because I've met a lot of people who said to me, Sara, I'm willing, but I don't know how. Mm. Seek help. There's nothing wrong with that. Talk to someone about it. Let them pull it out of you. Because yeah. I think that we were born... It's in our nature yeah. as humans to be like that. But as we grow, everything corrupts us. You know, our yeah. mind, our, 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 the innocence is taken from our mind. Yeah. So yeah. we get corrupted. But I think, look at children. They just love everyone. They hug, they kiss. Yeah, they it's, do. It's within us. Mm-hmm. But then as we grow, it just deteriorates. Society changes that. Oh, you. definitely. Yeah. And I think to, to your point, what's also important is that when, when you seek help or when you go talk to people, just... Put in, uh, it's, it's always about that hustle. Just put in that effort. Go talk to someone. If you can't find True. someone, go talk to Google, right? You can search it. Like, I think it's just taking that initiative yeah. of doing something. And it tends to be the hardest step is that first step. Like, just figure it out. If you can't figure it out, ask somebody. If you don't, if they don't know it, they'll know someone who who know, right? Yeah. Like, there's always that chain of just... And my dad always says, like, those who ask never get lost. Exactly. Right? And that's what... That's true. That's that is life. 100% that's true. Everything. Because a lot of people think that if you ask, you're stupid. No, you're no. stupid if you don't ask. Yeah. 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 Seriously. You're going to be left behind. And that's or you're going to end up doing driven. something stupid yeah. because you didn't ask. Yeah, and that's yeah. ego-driven. Your ego is your worst enemy. Yeah. 
I've I've never met my ego. Uh, to be honest with you, like not friends with that. <laughs> I'm friends with so many other uh, other stuff in me, but ego is okay. It walks behind me, never in front of me. You yeah. know that that's very important. So I think when you're ego driven, you take the worst decisions for yourself. Yeah, I and, agree. and you think ego protects you? No, it doesn't. It exposes you to the worst of the worst. You know what yeah. I mean? And it it brings out the worst in you. So I think that you just shouldn't be ego-driven. You just should lay your guards down. You just have fun. Hearts are made to be broken. You know, emotions are, are made to be lost. So yeah. 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 you know, just take life easily. Love people. Even, even the ones who've done you wrong. I think that that yeah. practice has been more like, you know, I've been going through a lot with my, with my you know, with people who I love at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, noting that, I actually have trouble speaking ill of people who've done so wrong to us. I think that's something that, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. What is this conscious, like, I'm actually having trouble doing this. I think that internal voice was not there five years ago. It wasn't there six years ago. So it shows it shows us, I think, that um, now, as we kind of, through, through, the, through the show and through our own journeys, we've kind of figured out, okay, there's an inside us and an outside us. And yeah. when they're aligned, it's dope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're authentic when they're aligned. But then when it's not, which happens in life normally and whatever, um, you've, you, you have to figure out why the disalignment is, is there. But on top of that, be humble enough to know yeah. that you've got to fix it. Oh, yeah. Like be humble enough to figure yeah. out. And that's wha- how you reach that alignment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And it's, uh, I think it's, it's a question of what did I do before blaming others? What did I do? This yeah. is this is something exactly. I, had to, I, I got with a lot of practice because instantly something goes wrong. I'm like, I know what I, everything I did was right. You messed it up, and that was my goal. Yeah, we, we hang our mistakes on others. You're but not like that at all now. now. I can confirm <laughs> you are not like that at all. Yeah. Ot's always the one like, let's look at us first. He's yeah. always like that. He's yeah, always, so always saying like, first question, what like, did okay, we do wrong? Yeah. How could we fix this? You know, yeah. and then sometimes it's like we just walk away from this one. It's yeah, just not good but for th- us. But that's how you fix it all. Yeah. Because the first step to fixing a, a mistake or, or to, to overcoming failure in anything, in any sort of thing in life, even work, friendship, whatever, is realizing that it's not personal and that you are the reason. Yeah. You had a huge hand in all of that. Stop blaming others. It's you. Acknowledge it's your mistake and yeah. face it. And the minute you start facing it, facing yourself, this is the minute where you start fixing things and yeah. you find answers to everything. And uh, people don't do that. They just love blaming others for everything. Well, it's not. I don't think. I don't know if we love it more than we don't have examples otherwise to kind of go to. So when when I began this kind of spiritual internal journey, then the examples started to come out. But before then, there was like many, 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 many walls. Do you think it's culture? Yes, it's partially partially culture. Yeah, Um, we the one of the most the hardest talks I had. There was. Uh, a bomb dropped in my life a few weeks ago, and which I'm not allowed to speak about right now, which I will in, in later <laughs> episodes, which I'd yes. love to welcome you back for, because I yeah. know you would you would enjoy it. But then when wow. the bomb first dropped, yeah. okay, I, a good friend of mine of ours, Danny, came downstairs because we live in the same villa together, and he sat with me and he said, I've never seen you more Arab than you are in this moment. And I said, why would you say that? Yeah. And Dan said, because at right now, you just want to burn all the fields so that no one survives because you've been wronged. However, maybe what we need to do is pull back a bit. 
let's pull back a bit. Obviously, Dan comes from, uh, you know, a, but Dan's one of us. Shout Joey. Yeah, that Arby. very aggressive. Yeah. Like you don't know, you owe me. I you owe me money. Yeah. <laughs> like this aggressive nature that's very um, alive in me. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. And so that moment, I sat down and I'm like, okay, I, I get what you're saying, and I get, I heard it um, very deeply that it is cultural for yeah. us to. Never let our pride, never let the family be embarrassed. Mm. Never let... It's always pride and honor that tends to be at the forefront. At the forefront. And sometimes you, that's not, that shouldn't be a consideration, no. Yeah, but, no. but it is, Because as soon as you though. drop that, then you're comfortable talking. Because that's the world where rumors everything. grow. That's yeah. the world where insecurities that's grow. True. Yeah. And then after that conversation, I think OT saw a shift in the way I approached things, which was just to go silent. Yeah. Whereas, bef- whereas before that, you go loud and loud, aggressive, loud guns blazing, <laughs> take legs out, punching like, way above my weight, and all, not all afraid, of the above. <laughs> not afraid to do so, not afraid to do so. But I think after that, I realized, okay, where's my ego? I yeah. couldn't find it, so I'm just gonna sit back because this could be very well driven yeah. by my ego. ego driven, yeah. But then behind that was hurt, oh, an ocean, an ocean, an ocean of hurt mm-hmm. that I couldn't. Uh, navigate that I still ca- I'm navigating um, but at the depth of it was an understanding that it, it's wrong to assume that to be Arab is to be aggressive but that's the stereotype yeah, about us true. Yeah. you know that it's to true. be Arab is to be uh, fierce even when you don't when you need to be sharp corners when you need yeah. curves <laughs> you know yeah but no I mean you said something so important when you're really angry and especially when you're hurt not angry yeah. hurt you should stay away and be silent. Yeah. Because guess what? You're going to end up apologizing to a lot of people because you exploded at that moment. Yeah. 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 So just preserve yourself and just fix it within yourself and just think right. Yeah. And in silence, you find so many answers. So many answers. And don't talk to people because the more you hear, the more you get charged. This is The more you get ignited. I agree. And And I have a council, though. I have a council of good friends that I do go to. But aside from that, I've just gone... Do you go to them when you're calm, not when you're angry? Um, OT I go to in all (laughs) stages of my life. I've seen all of them. Like PMSing, not PMSing. Because OT is my my best friend. But at the same time, and... But at the same time, I think that it... Now, I'm quiet. Yeah. Now I've been quiet because now I'm just letting the hurt kind of wash through, and yeah. and when it's done, uh, then I move on. But on that note, I've I've hired a team to handle the deeper problems because yeah. that way it's not my emotion, it's not the team sure. will handle the problem. They're calculated, and yeah, they and they're unemotional about that's the situation. Mm-hmm. That's your job. Well, if there is one thing that pain heartache whatever backstabbing and all that teaches you is that if you can do something about it then why worry if you can't do something about it then why worry yeah that's true. and this is what people don't know is that we just love to worry so much that nowhere. you can't do anything about it why are you worried yeah. can you do something about it then why are you worried yeah you know what i mean the worry thinking is an addiction it is it is an it's addiction. like it's like pornography yeah do you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. the highs the panic the rate it raises your adrenaline you're starting yeah. you think you're under attack literally yeah. and then suddenly it comes down and, the and then only you start thing it again it does is it cripples you yeah yeah it does like yeah. that's it at all you think because then that's all you think about yeah that's you're, true. you're in the shower you're out you're trying to work you're trying to go see people no, you can't 
exist anymore. You just exist in your head. Yes. And you're in this dark cloud. But right? I think this is also culture, and this is also upbringing. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because, because uh, if okay, I'll, I'll tell you. When I, I right now, I'm like you. I went on the spiritual journey between me and myself, and now I know myself, and I'm aligned. Mm. But before that, even when I used to tell myself, okay, why are you worried, Sarah? But then I feel like. As if, you know, as if I'm home and not in the gym. You know that feeling? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like, no, no, I should worry. So it's like a job I need to fulfill. You yeah. know what I mean? A requirement. Yeah. So I think it was just the way we were raised. Mm. To worry and watching our parents worry. And you know what I mean? Yeah. That's actually a good point. I never thought yeah. about that. Because yeah. now as you're talking, I'm like, my parents were actually always worried. Yeah, always worried. And th- th- like, therefore, even if you're a calm person, you feel like, no, no, there's a requirement the right now. Yeah. There's a space and I need to fill it up. With yeah. something, <laughs> I should worry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But why don't what like I mean as a maybe as a as a revolutionary thought? Mm. Why can't we just be okay right now? Yeah, like exactly. right now, right here, I'm just fine. Like yeah, yeah. That's like it. I'm happy I right now, I, right here. I used to get angry back in school and college. Like whenever I had something wrong and I t- talk to my dad about it, he makes it seem so simple, and then I get angry at his response because right? he's calm. Because he's, he's so he's yeah, so simple. calm about these oh, things. Okay. Like. So I remember my first job, I worked in probably one of the worst toxic environments I've ever been in my life. And it got pretty aggressive. And I was like, that's it. I'm out. Like six months in, I quit, you know. And I remember I was evaluating, am I just being that typical fresh graduate who expects the world to hand him stuff? Or am I actually right? And then I I spoke to him. I was like, no, you're right. But he's like, stay. Like, What am I going to stay and do? He's like, this is the part where you're going to grow faster than everybody else. He's like, because... And he said it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. you learn, you get to learn how to be abused by your bosses. And he's like, stay there, figure it out. Don't leave. And I ended up having to stay for two and a half years, three years there. And it was horrible. But <laughs> he's like, you get to learn what not to do now. Exactly. You know? And then eventually I was like, okay, I want to quit. He's like, are you quitting in with, um, you're leaving things in good faith? Or are there still problems and difficulties? I'm like, no, it's, I think I'm okay. He's like, now you can leave. Yeah. Right? And he always used to simplify every single problem. I was like, so what's wrong? I'm like, I crashed the car and I got to fix this. And he's like, okay, so it's a money problem? Yeah. Like, thank God it's a money problem. There are problems yeah. money can't fix. Yeah. That's true. So exactly. he always has something to say. Where oh, I love like that. Yeah, the, the mishmastehli attitude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what my parents always tell me. Really? I, 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 learned, I learned being calm at a very young age because of my parents. Every yeah. time I to get pissed off or anything school whatever it is like what and then yeah. what's the solution that's it and then funny that is in one of my first jobs my ex-boss was exactly the same he's like yeah. stay and you're gonna learn all the shit you're not gonna like it <laughs> and how you're gonna but you're gonna but learn now you're never gonna be like that boss because you know how it feels like to be treated like that you know it's funny um and and it ama- i was amazed by the result our minds are very very simple we yeah. complicate them so I remember my life coach told me if there's something you cannot change and she's like stop walking into places trying to change people oh I'm going to change this guy oh I'm going to change this girl I'm going to save him I'm going to save him I'm going to save this girl she's like you cannot change anybody she's like stop walking thinking like that she's like Instead of trying to change people change your mind mm-hmm. about things yeah and I didn't understand I was like what do you mean she's like okay can this table become a tree i was like no she's like okay so tell yourself that this table is a table and never be a tree and i was like okay she's like it's simple now apply it to humans this person is like that I, you cannot change that to change your mind about it yeah and i swear to god the minute i left her office i applied it right away my life went from here to here like yeah. i was like why is it's so easy and i used to like search for answers and try to figure out myself and i even like punished myself sometimes for doing the wrong things 
it's so simple. If mm -hmm. you cannot change something, change your mind about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's agree. A, it's like it's like a glass that's empty full or empty uh, or full uh, or half, half empty, empty or, half or, half or half full. Yeah. It's like if it's if you see it's half full, then that's it's good. If half it's half full. empty, then it's half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just change your mind about it. If it's if you see it as half empty, look at it as half full. Yeah. And well, your mind, your mind can switch. Your mind can switch in seconds. Mm. It, it, by the way, your mind is a machine, and you're in control. Training, yeah. Oh, mental training, indeed. So I just wish people wouldn't complicate things. Humans are so complicated, but our minds are so simple. Yeah, and yeah. and, and so love simple. is simple. Love is I so think simple. love is simple. Very. It, I, because I think you know, we complicate love because it it does have weight, but just because it's powerful doesn't make it complicated. It's yeah. just simple, and I think that's something that I practice. I hope to practice on a daily, you know, um, and I think that when you do, it's like it does. It does spread out. It does matter. It does change people, and it's important. Yeah. It's so, true. I what are your restaurants? I realize I, w I have to go. We oh, have we to forgot go. about that. <laughs> yeah, food is critical. Wh when am I gonna have you all at the restaurant? Um, we'll figure out. Yeah, because we always go to support our friends' yes. restaurants, and you know, it's we're, important. Yeah, like we're very biased. As soon as our friends <laughs> yeah, are yeah. something, <laughs> we're like the first people. We're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I really want your feedback. Sure. Okay. So, uh, where, what restaurants? Where is yeah. it? Where is it it's located? It's called Shabarbush. Mm. What does that mean? Shabarbush. Okay. خلاص في شاورما But the thing is, uh, Shepherd's Bush is an area in London yeah. okay. that all the Arabs go to. And my grandma went there. My grandma went there. My grandma went there. So they have been mispronouncing it for like the past 30 years to Shepherd yes. Bush. That is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so <laughs> I love it. So it's a nostalgic experience yeah. of London and Dubai. Okay. Because you know how the UAE loves London, you know? Yeah, of course. And you can't go there all season. Mm -hmm. So we got, yeah. we got a piece of London here in Dubai for you. Okay, London. well. Yeah. Yo, it reminds me that that old the, the Kuwaiti uh, theater by by London. By by London. Yeah, yeah, it's all about that. Yeah. It's based on that the humor. <laughs> Yeah, that is so smart. I like and it. And I thought it was shawarma. I'm sorry. Mm, no, it's but so you know what's funny? Everybody calls it in their own way. So I have people saying shabarbash, <laughs> I have people saying sharbarbash, and I have everyone says it their own way. But I'm like, that guys, is amazing. It's shabarbush. That is so <laughs> Where is it located? In Al Mumzar in Dubai. Okay, yeah. well, we have to go. So we yeah. go to the karak spots around the corner. Yeah, and then, uh, we'll go. No, we have karak as well. And come. Come oh back. hell yeah! I know what you're talking about. The karak in Mumzar. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know yeah. the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, next to the beach. Yeah, yeah, They all know it. It was, our, it was our go-to place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we used to skip school and exams and just uh, go down there. But you know, that you know old. how it was like for uh, uh, fifty fills. Now yeah. it's like expensive. It's for like a one and a half. Yeah. Oh, that's, don't oh get my me God, started about how this yeah, industry is crazy. No, no, but, but I mean, and when I asked him, I was don't like, get me started. I asked him, I was like, Khan, why is why is the karak expensive? He's like, Madam, it's only one and a half dirham now. I was like, sure. He's like, economy is very hard. I was like, I feel you. It's like we were discussing last about the sulb, how much it became. Two dirham for one more. No, it was funny. Remember when we had the episode with Tabit? So, one of our old childhood friends, he was like, it was the same thing. It came about, you know, Dakarayam, Dakan, and it was like, ah, oh, chips Aman, and then you get a Leban. It's like two dirhams, you know, for all of it. Yeah. It like, and we're talking about it in this nostalgia. And Tabit's like, why do you guys keep romancing this time? We were broke. <laughs> it's like we you were do broke. realize that. <laughs> it's like, it was not terrible. like it was great. <laughs> okay, can I ask you something? We, yeah. we, uh, we used to survive back when I was like 15, 16, 17, 18. 
on 200 dirhams a month. Yeah, you're balling out of control at 200. No, no. <laughs> by the way, I don't think it's because a lot of people say the world became more expensive. I don't think that's true. No, 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 no. Because we adapt to whatever we get. Yeah. yeah. If your salary is this, you will you're live a certain live lifestyle. Yeah. But if you were given this money, you... But And then I looked back at how I used to live and I was like, damn, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It I is used true. to live to survive. Yeah. And I think if we just reapply that again, yeah. we would like... Be rich. But but and this is one of the things that uh, that's really epic about the can is that even the people like we were broke. You're right. Like we had a full for a full day. We had seven dirhams, maybe ten. But even the guys that really had money still came. You're, you're yeah. balling. No, I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. No, for but the Sarah, full, I'm, I'm saying, for the, I'm saying for the full day with cab rides, like the three dirham cab ride, or like you ditch the cab and you run away. You know? oh, okay. But even the guys. <laughs> that, like, I've ditched so many cabs. But even even the rich kids that had money still came and did they the exact things yeah, that yeah. we did just because we used to just chill around and just. Talk or yeah. like even fights. If you realize nowadays, because of the whole social media, there's no more fights happening, you know, because people are too mean? busy with their phones. <laughs> like back in the day, I don't know about Shara Abu Dhabi. If you had 10 to 20 people sitting out, there's gonna be a fight like, yeah, because everyone's yeah, interacting with happens. each other. Yeah, something happens, someone says something, blah, 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 I left me happens. to all at five o'clock. <laughs> yeah. and then and then he calls exactly. another 30 people, then you find the boss coming in. So there was always that. <laughs> But now people are too busy to even get into fights because everyone's either like this or they're in a place with too much music or they're not I don't like think that's a bad thing, Akka. We're no, making it seem like... It's just an example <laughs> about interactions. People are happy. But by the way, when, whenever the fights happen, we the, 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 the two groups would gather, say yeah. stuff and leave most of the time. Yeah, nothing no happens. There was nothing no happens. physical contact. No physical no, no. contact. There right. are some... But no, I mean, I, I love the, those days. We were so social. Yeah. Remember yeah. calling each other on our home phones? There was more interaction. There was more... Are you me? That... Made a short film about this, and you're talking about the home phone now. And for me, so he he's he's an up and coming director. He does a lot of films, but that one touched like hit home with me so well. Um, it was this little short film where it's this guy that comes with a piece of paper and sits in this, like on a sofa at home in front of the phone, and then is watching the clock, and it's like ten to eight or something. And then as soon as it hits eight, he'd call, you know. And then a guy picks up on the other line. He's just a phone. Oh, he's calling a girl. Oh, that's so cute. Right? <laughs> we, oh, and I remembered going Haven't through we that all been there? so many times. And then I think mine was I'd always pretend it was the wrong number too. I was like, uh, Muhammad, when uh, Abu? Huh? Oh, sorry, <laughs> Shut the fuck. You know, but like. It was it was always there, you know. And it, it was safe was until these uh, these kashifs came up with the numbers. Where they could show the they number and they could screwed. call you yeah. back. <laughs> That's where things are like that, I know. that number you, ID. You, were you ever talking with a girl and the, that picks up another phone and tries to, and then you hear that? Oh, yeah. okay, hello, <laughs> I know. And the worst so ones were my dad. If my dad like picks up to call someone and he hears me talk to a girl, he goes like, <laughs> 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 and he shuts the phone. <laughs> like my dad was horrible, but you, you're always worried. They're like, oh hey, and then it's like. Is it safe to talk? Is anybody around? Uh, so uh, uh, <laughs> no, and the girl and the girl at 8 p.m. She'd be like playing in the area around the phone, and the phone rings. Oops, yeah, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't worry, mom, I got it. Yeah, right. Okay. And then send her other sister upstairs to monitor the other phone, so no one would pick up. See, that's good. You, when yeah. you have a, when you have an army, it's yeah, yeah. all yeah, that's all operation. That's a whole operation. That's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a situation. That's how you're good at logistics. But you have to pay yeah. for it. I, you have to pay money for it. You pay your siblings money. Yeah, yeah. Or you return the favor because inflation. Wow. We should make more movies of these stories. Uh, yeah, I mean I really want to. We should, but we're busy. That's <laughs> that's the problem. It was the fact, like I, I had the Syrian friend that my uncle told us they make fun of him. There were a time where like my uncle used to live with us and you know, people would call he's he's being friendly, he'd pick up the phone. 
and you know, they're like, Amarhan. He doesn't even say hi. Amarhan. <laughs> so now, till this day, every time I see my uncle, he's like, Amarhan. You know, he gets really excited. <laughs> I was like, bro, that was like years 20 ago. years ago. <laughs> like, bro. You're still on it. And he just loves it. Like, we don't have those moments because, like, oh, it's text. It's quite an idea. Yeah, I know. It it's, it's so funny how, like, we, for birthdays, for, like, wedding congratulations, people are texting each other. No one calls anyone anymore. So it's, I think it's just social social media made us so antisocial, to be honest. In many so ways it did. We, we, are, we are in touch with everyone around the world, but not the people around us, yeah. which is yeah. so sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I also think it, it, it glorified our actions, our old self. I.e. It, romantic- it makes us romanticize our old self, No, no, no. It, 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 it glorified it in the sense that Whatever you used to be like, technology allowed for it to be more um, vocal. Yeah. In a sense. So, for example, if I don't, ta- I don't think I like that. Do you guys like yeah, that? No, but that's the thing. It just it made everything transparent. Yeah. So, if you're an antisocial person, you're going to become incredibly antisocial yeah. because of social media, right? If you're the kind of person to reach out, then social media is your game. You're going to reach out to everybody yeah, you know. True. You're in every family group no. and you're active in all the groups and but you're checking up on your aunts. But it some areas as well because when we're at Seoul, uh, yeah. when we were, we, have, we made a little dukkan like, uh, at Seoul, which was amazing. We'll yeah. send you pictures. It was dope. And we just gave everything away for free. It was yeah. just a kind of uh, a gesture of kindness and mm-hmm. happiness. Um, people came up to us, if you remember, yeah. and they were like, we don't go out. We're not very, we're very introverted, but you guys are like our friends. Yeah. yeah. How wow. else would we have found them? No. How else would they have found That's us amazing. if it wasn't this weird world we've, we've yeah. built? And I think that you know, for, for and and I think that we we see it. The, now it, the the region needs happy places. That's it. It's With true. not not too much pretense, not None. too much. Uh, you know, uh, the people here do what the they like for the to sake make of people happiness. happy. Yeah, exactly. And develop their yeah. well-being. Like, because so Arabs so like us, we don't see enough of it. <laughs> we <No>. do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. True. So especially what's happening nowadays the time with tax they were just making people more negative but you know what tax goes back to what uh, she was saying was that you will adapt to your environment yeah you know yeah. what I mean I agree I agree that it it's will put the some pressure change, on us it's like the beginning but then eventually you just eventually go back you into just oh yeah right but some people don't cope into that they just turn negative you're right you're right yeah, but the thing is about the tax now I, I, it's just I, an example let's talk about the tax yeah, go I, I'm, I'm not mad about the tax because I've seen how Dubai is putting all its effort into making our lives easier yeah. in terms of um, let's say transportation in terms of infrastructure streets in and all health, that health and all that yeah, so yeah. I know that this money is going to go somewhere where our lives are going to get better you know what much, I mean? Yeah. An expansion of the countries, while other countries are going have, to not have huge taxes, and you see nothing change. Yeah. You know what I That's mean? That's true. Yeah. I mean, simplest example is safety. Exactly. You. Oh, yeah. You can walk at any I can time walk of at the any day. Time, in and the, the only street. reason I'm annoyed is because I'm walking. Like it's not because <laughs> I know like, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I, exactly. I just don't want to walk right now. <laughs> I have no data, right. and the, the the Uber's not around. <laughs> That's the biggest issue. Yeah. Like it really. Uh, oh, so yeah. I, I don't know who was telling this the other day too, but I was, I was surprised they didn't do it earlier. Uh, because it's not easy to introduce such things suddenly to an economy that didn't have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that's not true. easy. And especially the reaction of people is not even easy. The tax has been been spoken about for for years, yeah. but uh, it hasn't been applied because, honestly, the government was also worried about the people. How yeah. would they, they receive it? it? Yeah. How are they going to? Because they don't want to make you unhappy as well. Yeah. But they were trying to. 
to show you all the changes they've done and telling yeah. you, look, this money is going to a safe place. Yeah. And I'm not. It's a tough job. Five percent. It is. But like, it, <laughs> what they're going government through. Government is a tough job, but people yeah. don't see that. No, they people don't. People think, oh, they're not making us happy. Whatever. Let's let's, <laughs> let's yeah. go against them. That's no. not true. No, like the decisions. Put yourself in there. Yeah. Try to make millions and millions of people happy. Right. Yeah. It's hard. And those girls who are saying it to me, like once we drop the pride and the judgment and try to true. empathize and see what people go through, like. That is such a difficult job to pull off such a decision. And Big time. And that's why you get you got to ease into it. It's been so years on the planning and it's been a conversation yeah. for so long. And like, you know, it's, you know, it's happening. It's always been, oh, when is it going to happen? And yeah, people yeah. joke about it. Oh, it's not going to happen. Like, you don't realize how much effort and work that goes into it and getting people in place and yeah. organizing and the logistics. And it's like, yo, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it is. Like, I don't and, think I'll and be able like, to. And being in the government, I know that they really cared about the emotional aspect of it. How will people feel emotionally? Yeah. We don't want to let them down as well. So me, I'm telling you this because I am in the government. Yeah, and so you're involved. Yeah, yeah. involved. So, so they were, they... The UAE loves its people. No mm. matter whether yeah. you are Emirati or not, this is your, you are Emirati. You don't need the passport in this country. Yeah. So they were really worried about how will you receive it? Will that make you happy? Will it make your life harder? Will, will, will? Mm. So they were asking a lot of questions. It's not just a matter of it took them years to like fit it into a system. No, they were, they were, it took them years because they were worried about people as well. Mm -hmm. But I, th I think if I was in a country that never cared about my health or safety or, or infrastructure, even even like transportation or anything, I'd be worried about this yeah. life. Now, now you're so worried. But exactly. I'm not worried. The UAE is doing a great, great job. Honestly. I agree. I've been to countries, I swear to God, I had, I had Uber conversations with a lot of people who live in countries where their tax percent is like 30 to 50%. Yep. They're not happy. They're, they're not, they can't even go to a doctor. You're in LA, like California. Yeah. So yeah. You see, it's oh, like 30, what, 33% of it. Yeah. I, and that, that Uber conversation happened in LA. He's like, I'm sick. I can't even go to a hospital. He's like, this is, and I pay 35% tax. He's like, this is how, how sad my life is. So take my 5%, you know, my life is good here. Oh, yeah. I agree yeah. with you. And that's why you see that UAE is one of the most countries where people will come and they stay. They stay. Like, how long has your dad been? How long has my dad been here? Oh, yeah. You know it feels like home yeah. here. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my dad, this is, yeah. This is, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was in the army here back in the day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, your dad was in the old, army? That's how old my dad is in the UAE. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Hmm? How many years is that? 30, 30, 30, yeah? 30 yeah. Wow. And then now, my Janat and Manaish. Manaish. Atiyah Manushi Abu Dhabi Hold on, your dad has a restaurant? His dad does? Dhabi, yeah. No way, what is it called? Atiyah Manushi. I've heard about it. Give the address. Really? Are you kidding me? Of course. In Shara Salam Abu Dhabi, Muqabil Baladiyah. Hold on, hold on. 0264266. Thank you, sir. Call me and I'll hook you up with Ibrahim. You get one free manusha because you're listening whoa, to me. Whoa, whoa, okay, okay. <laughs> pastry, the small pastry. Dude, it's bread, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know wow. what, for you, we're, I'm going to leave this in the episode. I'm going to tell for us not to <laughs> cut it out. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth being there. You and all the manusha guys, they'll be happy. Because every episode I plug my dad's room, I never <laughs> hear it. Okay, it's the third episode, but still, yeah. Guys, he's been saying it every time you guys cut it we out. We haven't even Come gone. On. No, we haven't even gone. Where is the love? There we haven't even been there. <laughs> <laughs> you see? We've That's never been there. We've never been there. <laughs> That's wow. a Rima Kelly that, uh, situation. No, we need to, we need to go. It's we need true. to go. Yeah. We're going to go this month, we said. Remember? When I, next yeah. level, And we're going to shoot there. Yes. Oh my God, can we shoot at your restaurant? Of course. Can we film? Guys, it's your restaurant. Do whatever you want. Thank you. Yeah. We'll bring the crew. We'll bring the crew. <laughs> and, I, and I'll always feed you. Don't worry. Yeah, 10. I, I got your stomach. We'll come 10. She has got man. Like. That's it. That's it. 
I'll bring the family from Sharjah. Look, it's Mamzar. <laughs> it's Mamzar. It's, it's right here. Let's it's right here. It's so yeah. funny how a lot of people say, oh, I cannot drive to Sharjah to your restaurant. Guys, it's in Dubai. No, it's on the border. So <laughs> it, is, it is literally in Sharjah. Yeah. But I always say that to make people feel better if they're yeah. coming from JBR or something. You know, we're in Dubai. You know, just come. <laughs> come through. Oh, yeah, wait. Mamzar, wait. Isn't that... No? It's in no. Dubai. Don't worry. But Dubai. I'll, I'll tell you something about the location there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's old Dubai. It's far away from all this, you know, noise, mm-hmm. technology and growth and buildings. And it's like the old school Dubai, the houses, you know, the character yeah. on the beach. And I love it. It just takes you away from all the noise, the traffic. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah not not the traffic as in cars, but life traffic. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So I love it. It's on the beach. You guys should come. We will. Sarah, <laughs> Sorry, wh- one, last, one last thing before we go. Yes. Um, what does future Sarah look like? Um, I am so spontaneous. I, 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 I shock myself from everything that I'm doing. And I believe that you live once. Take the chances. Take the opportunities. If you fail, you fail. So what? Failure is a, is a step to success anyways. But um, I don't know what's next because, I mean, the plastic surgery clinic is something mm. I've never even thought of. I've built it in, like, the past two months. So only. it's been oh, a wow, complete focus. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, and the restaurant is something I've never thought of. Even, mm. even I have a creative agency called Social Fish. Mm. And what it does is it sells you creative ideas only. You mm-hmm. come to us, we give you the ideas. So it's, whatever I do is just so random. It's, it's momentary. It's, mm-hmm. I think about it and I just go do it. And I've failed in so many things before. So what's the future to me is... I know for sure I'm never going to be the Sara I was yesterday because I'm always growing. Yeah. 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 So, but what, do I have any future plans? No, just watch, watch out. I don't know <laughs> what watch I'm going to be doing. Watch the space. Watch the space. I don't know what I'm going to be doing next. <laughs> yeah. Bob, that's amazing. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I thank love you. So you. I love you. I love you guys so much. Oh, I love you. Stay tuned for the music mix episode dropping in a couple of days. This audio experience is powered by Tooflis. Salam.